Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Vredestein tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching... FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Sure, from Steve, Raiders win in overtime over the Cowboys, 36-33. Bears keep the Lions winless. Another touchdown for the Bills. It's now 31-6. Everyone okay if I just turn this game off from here on out? Holy smokes. Plank. Oh, how dare gosh. you? How, oh. how dare you even suggest such a thing? Well, uh, I have been subjected to Alex Leatherwood's atrocious offensive line play. <laughs> but, hey, you know what? The, the thing that's wild is the Bills are winning 31 to 6, right? And I kind of think Josh Allen's playing like crap. Uh, I know he's thrown four touchdown passes, but he's thrown two picks. He's taken a couple of bad sacks. Um, Stephon Diggs has seven catches in this game. So this just seems as if the bottom is falling out for the Saints right now with all of the injuries that they've had. But you hit this point, and I think it's worth hammering a lot, not just tonight, but 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 for fans everywhere uh, of any team, except for the Cowboys. I'm kidding. But win, right? If, if you get a win and you're going to feel better about things. This has been arguably one of the weirdest NFL seasons that we've had in a long time, Brian. And I'm not ready to bury anyone that's around 500 or even a game below or above it right now. And I'm not ready to, to go over the top with praise either. If you go out and, and win a game like, say, I don't know, the, the Eagles did last week. It's just it's a work in progress for, I think, everyone. And it's an absolute fun year to follow this league. I don't know if it's parity flexing, if it's muscles. I don't know if it's mediocrity with some of these teams and poor quarterback play, but I'm here for it, Brian. How about you? Totally, man. Yeah, I think it's um, I think it's a mixed bag. I think it does speak to the parity of the NFL for sure. And I also think that sometimes these teams, again, I keep referencing Tampa Bay, seven and five last year, and they win eight straight games. 
Now, there are a lot of teams that are not capable of winning their final eight straight games, including four in the playoffs, or, you know, at least three in the playoffs, if that's how many games you're playing. And we know that Tampa, Tom Brady was his new team. They're working out the kinks. Like, there are plenty of things that you could look at and point out the differences. But I think that when you look at all of these top teams in both conferences, they have their strengths, they have their weaknesses. They have just glaring warts, you know, all over <laughs> their faces. <laughs> but but they have their strengths too. So it's just a matter of getting healthy and getting hot at the right time. And what's crazy is the Cowboys at 7-4, and four, they've looked horrible three of the last four weeks. They could lose next week's game. They would have the same record at 7-5 and five that Tampa did last year. You know, just to put it into perspective, how you can just have a team off of your radar, just because they're off your radar doesn't mean they're incapable of making a run. So I think you've got to be more open-minded this year to certain teams getting hot at the right time. I think that it doesn't make sense to just write teams off at this stage right now, especially this year, the way it's played out and some of the upsets. Yeah, I think you just have to have an open mind. Um, we're efforting. We'll hear from some of the uh, Cowboys, Mike McCarthy. I'm sure Dak Prescott and uh, listen, Jerry Jones is probably having an oppressor as we speak. We'll hit that coming up in just a bit after their tough loss today. But keep up alive, Cowboy fans. Uh, even with the loss last year you're, or next week, you're in the exact same spot that Tampa was last year. All right. It's yeah. a big weekend, Brian, in college football. Now, not so much with your fight in Irish and Stanford because Stanford stinks. We got the Egg Bowl going on as we speak right now. It looks a little bit closer score-wise than the game has actually been so far with uh, Ole Miss and Mississippi State. Now, in fairness, even though Ole Miss has that nice number next to it at nine and a 10-point lead with a minute 19 to go in the game, they're really they're not factoring into the playoff conversation but you're fighting Irish are right there. Mm-hmm. Is that, are you seeing yeah. a way that they can sneak into the playoffs here? Yeah, there are a couple of ways that are, you know, uh, possible here. You need Bama to lose to Georgia. That could happen, you know? And then you need somebody else who's ranked ahead of them to lose to to, you know, to get in for sure. And that could happen as well. Um you just need a combination of those two things happening. Here's, uh, maybe can, can I give drops, you a scenario? Since he I'll loses give you, the game. I'll yeah, give sure. you a scenario. Here you go. Um, Bama beats Georgia, which, by the way, I think Nick Saban is setting up the fan base for that. I'll go more in depth a little bit later on. But let's mm-hmm. say um, the typical happens, and Ohio State blasts Michigan. Well, Michigan is out. All right. Um, Oklahoma State loses to Oklahoma on Saturday night. But then beats Oklahoma in the Big 12 championship game. Well, that wipes out both of them yep. from being in the four-team playoff. That's all you need. And, and I think Notre Dame is in the four-team playoff with Georgia, Ohio State, Cincinnati, and Notre Dame. And I think you'd get that first-round yeah. matchup with Georgia. Hell, since he would be the three in that scenario, I, again, we play this game a lot at this time in the year. But, Brian, yeah. We're going to be on a Saturday, I think a Sunday, excuse me, next week, a week from tomorrow, or a week from next, uh, this coming Sunday, where we're going to be debating whether or not a two-loss Alabama should get in or a one-loss conference champion out of the Big 12 or a one-loss Notre Dame. I truly, honestly believe that's where we're going to be with Notre Dame, with Alabama, and with either Oklahoma or Oklahoma State. And you got to love your chance. Yeah, it could very well be the scenario. Yeah, it's almost like you ever date a girl plank where um, she might set up a hypothetical. Okay, I'm listening. You just kind of you step into the bear trap. You know what I mean? And you get into sort of a a discussion slash borderline argument over a, a total hypothetical that never actually took place. That's how I feel this landscape is in college football. You know what I mean? Like, I could set up a couple of scenarios for you right now with what might happen, right. and we might have a knockdown dragout, and it might not even come to be. You know sure. what I mean? Like, well, welcome to local if sports Oklahoma talk in a wins college out, town. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Uh, here's a, a good scenario. What if Cincinnati is battling it out with Notre Dame for the final playoff spot? It could happen. What if Cincinnati loses its conference championship game and they have one loss, just like Notre Dame has one loss, but Cincinnati won the head-to-head. Right. Who goes? Uh, I, I think Notre Dame would go in that instance. because I do either, too, but you could make a great argument. It should sure. be the Bearcats. Sure. Oh, absolutely. And, and by the way, 
that Cincinnati loss, if it is to Houston, would be to a team that is currently ranked in the college football playoff rankings, right? So that would matter yeah. quite a bit. This this is where I know sometimes people get get uh, bent whenever you you go we the royal we I guess go too in depth on college football stuff because oh it's not NFL time I get it and and we're being subjected uh-huh. to an awful NFL game right now so give me this segment <laughs> but I think sometimes we get this committee this year has really set an odd example about bad losses. Right? They really have because now they finally made Oregon pay. And no offense to our buddy Jeff Schwartz, but Oregon's loss to Stanford is horrific. And it's almost as if yeah. it never happened in the eyes of the committee for weeks and weeks and weeks. And don't get me wrong, it's a great win over over Ohio State, and that win mattered. But when did a bad loss stop mattering? So thankfully that worked itself out, right? Oh, oh, Oregon proved to – kind of be, I don't want to say pretenders or frauds or anything of that nature, but they got smoked. They got beat by a Utah team that is a three-loss football team right now. So that eliminated them. How are they going to handle then comparing, let's just use that hypothetical situation because you're right, we could fight, we could talk about it, it might not ever happen, but what if it's a one-loss Cincinnati team, that one loss is to Houston, and you're trying to decide between them and Notre Dame, whose only loss was to Cincinnati, so that head-to-head, but it's a, a better loss, and it's still two one-loss teams. Yeah. What the hell do you do in that instance? It's crazy. And it's, it's kind of dirty, too, that if Cincinnati loses its conference championship game, and obviously out, Notre right. Dame doesn't play a conference championship yeah. game, it's kind of rough that Cincy would probably be out even though they won the head-to-head and Notre Dame didn't have the risk of losing its conference championship game. So it might not even come to that. Your first scenario might play out where they both get in, depending on what happens around them. So it could be, as Al Michaels points out, moot. I like how he emphasizes moot moot over there, Al Michaels. Yeah. Eight teams right now are in the playoff mix. Eight. Obviously, Georgia, the, four, the the current top four, Georgia, Ohio State, Alabama, Cincinnati, and then the teams that are trying to get in, Michigan, Notre Dame, Oklahoma State, and even though they're 10, my beloved Oklahoma Sooners, they're right there yeah. in the mix. If they win their next two games, I don't care that they lost to Baylor, they're going to be knocking on the door, and I've used that analogy probably too many times. They're going to be on the doorstep of, of a four seed. I just love that we're in a situation to where not only, Brian, do these, these this final week's games matter, but these conference championship games could be a place where championship contenders shoot themselves in the foot. All right, let me give one more of these stupid scenarios that we talk about that may not ever happen, <laughs> right? Okay, Ohio State beats Michigan. They're ten and they're eleven and one, and they go to the Big Ten championship game and they lose to Wisconsin. Then what the Could hell happen. do you do, right? Then what do you do, yeah. right? What what if what if Alabama smokes Georgia, and let's let's use this scenario. What if Alabama? I don't think it's going to happen. So calm down, Georgia fan. But what if Alabama smokes Georgia, and everyone else holds serve? Ohio State wins out. Cincinnati takes care of business. Uh, Oklahoma State when our Oklahoma sweep each other. Could Georgia be a team? That could end up on the – I mean, there are so many crazy scenarios that are still in play, and we're in the week 13, I guess, what is this, the third playoff rankings. Brian, this is – I talk about the weirdness of the college – of the NFL season. There's still wild scenarios where, hey, let's get weird when it comes to college football right now. Yeah. I think George is bulletproof. Now, you could come back at me and say, well, should they be, though, when you really look at their schedule – And you could make an argument for that, but I think even if they got smoked by Bama, they're still in the playoff. I don't think they can be on the outside looking in. I don't disagree with you. I don't. But I think that what you've started to hear is whenever people have created this, these types of disaster scenarios in your, in their mind, it it becomes, well, what have they really done? What's their signature win mm-hmm. so far this season? Yeah, um, Clemson has ended up being doo doo, right? Um, Arkansas yeah, is but, a pretty but good win. They're, they're ranked again. 
Right? Clemson's lost three games. They're ranked again. I, I think their record seems like they're below 500 just because we had high expectations. But it's an 8-3 and three team, you know? For a team that was preseason number two, you're patting them on the back for eight and three. You have been brainwashed by <laughs> Nick Saban. What the hell is wrong with you? So that's a good win now. I'm just telling you. Um, it's, it's still, yeah. It, well, if it's not that, what is it? Is it beating Bo Nix in Auburn? Is it beating Kentucky, who was 11th at the time? Is it shutting out Arkansas? Like, they have some good wins, but they don't have that signature exactly. win. No doubt. They exactly. don't have that. So and, and I think and again this is me and maybe I'm looking at it from a Big Twelve perspective or um, I'm looking at it from an Oklahoma Homer perspective, but I started looking and I'm like their defense is elite. It's it, the 2021 oh. Georgia defense is to college football was the, what the 2019 LSU offense was, what the 2020 Alabama offense is. The Georgia defense yeah. is that on the opposite side of the football. So for that reason alone, I think they're bulletproof. But I will say you start looking at some of the numbers and how, yeah, that Kentucky win at the time was massive. That Auburn win at the time was massive. Hell, the Florida win at the time was massive. <laughs> but guess what else was big? The Oklahoma went over Texas at the time. And look what Texas has become. And it matters how these teams perform the rest of the season. So – I just I feel like there's going to become if things go south, which I don't think they are, because I think Georgia's that good. There's all these stupid disaster scenarios that we talk about, Brian. That I think in the indirect they they don't even matter, but it's kind of the crux mm-hmm. of what has made this four team playoff and eventually even the twelve team playoff. What's going to make that most a very successful and what I think has made the four team playoff incredibly relevant because we're fighting until the last day for teams to get in. I mean, go start asking Georgia fans tonight. Hey, do you feel like you got hosed in 2018 when Oklahoma got in over you? Oh, we absolutely did. It didn't matter that they lost two games, Brian. It mattered that they played Alabama tied in that SEC championship game. And Joe C was in on the selection committee and they made sure, oh, you got in. I mean, that's how people still feel about looking back on teams that got left out. So, We've got two weeks worth of what I think is going to be fascinating conversations on the playoff. Yeah, and I'll just say real fast, I think that we typically root for chaos. You root for your team to get in, but you also kind of root for some chaos to happen. And it seems like at this stage, we always have these doomsday conversations of what's the committee going to do if this scenario presents itself? And more times than not, it doesn't come down to that. Exactly. And I think exactly. this year, it, it might not be completely clear cut, but I don't think it's going to be nearly as chaotic as the most chaotic scenario no, could be. Never it, is. it typically doesn't come down to that. Yeah. You know, what's kind of funny is I, I remember having these conversations last year and what is at the end game, I think, in all of this? Well, is a two-loss team ever going to get in? And every year we have these conversations. And guess how many times a two-loss team has gotten into the four-team playoff? Z- z- zero. And I don't think it's going to this year either. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's fun. Isn't that it's insane fun. that – yeah. LSU won a championship losing two games before the playoff was a thing. And yeah. since the playoff has been here, we haven't had one two-loss team in the thing. Now, Nick Saban took center stage with quite the rant. So since since we're on the college kick and since the Bills are laying waste right now to the New Orleans Saints, let's hear from Nick Saban next. He's Brian No, I'm Chris Plank. We're sitting in for Jason Smith and Mike Harmon here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason. Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon. Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes 
that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the Challenge Gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. With Brian Numb, Chris Plank on a... What thinks is that? What we're selling as like Fox Football Feast? I kind of dig it. Uh, the family oh. just got back with the leftovers, so I'm uh, I'm ready to eat during oh. the next commercial break. Let's go. What'd you do today? <laughs> did you do anything fun? No. Did you got? Were you hanging out in Chicago? Was was it family? What was going on? Yeah. So I've been uh, dating this girl, Plank. You know, and you. so she uh, she was in town, right? We spent the day in Chicago. She flew out of Chicago tonight. That's why I'm currently in a Chicago studio right now. Ah, okay. And okay. Uh, so it's it was weird though for Thanksgiving, dude. Everything's closed, right? Pretty much everything. So we made the most of it, but it was uh, <laughs> it was an interesting day to try to just go from place to place in a different town when the whole town is almost shut down, right? So it was, it was, it was a good day, but it was definitely different for that to be the last day of uh, her visit out here, you know? So was she, does she have family there? Was it just a vacation? Were you meeting family? Is it gone this far? Yeah. Oh yeah. She came out. She was uh, meeting my family. So we spent a couple of days in South Bend and then we made the rounds, man. We went to the uh, Falcons game earlier. Uh, So she got here on Wednesday. We drove to Atlanta 
on Thursday and saw the Patriots-Falcons game and just made the rounds from that. We're in Indianapolis, we're out in Chicago, we're going here, we're going there. It was a lot of fun. Hold on. South Bend to Atlanta <laughs> is a 10-and-a-half-hour yeah. drive. How did you oh, yeah. sell anyone on that? Good, on, I mean, good on you because I, I just got to make. Now, again, I, I've I've been married to someone who despises me for fourteen years now. If my idea <laughs> of fun to her was to say, "Babe, let's get in the car," I'm trying to think of like a ten hour drive. Oh, you, you know what? Because I was reminded because I did it one time and it was brought up ten times during dinner tonight. Um, I I went to the Rams Raiders game whenever the Rams were in St. Louis. It was like 2016, mm-hmm. and the Rams won that game like 52 to three. And oh. it's the o- it's the only game, dude. I was so faded. It's the only game <laughs> that I've ever gone. The only NFL game that I've gone to with her. It's the only NFL game as a fan that I've been to in 20 years. And it was, you know, home. I, we, we didn't have to run a hotel. It was my family's. It was, it was easy peasy. I'm reminded of it to this day how miserable it was. How were you able to sell this as like a first couple of what year of dating to say, hey, let's drive 10 hours to go to a Falcons yeah. game? Look at you. Well, so two things here, Plank. I remember the game that you're referencing because like David Gascon – yeah, our Fox Sports Radio compadre over here. He took the points in that game. It was like a six and a half point spread. And it ended up, I think it was 52 nothing. I think it was a shutout. They did and not so score I've a touchdown. him for years about That's that. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so she hadn't been to an NFL game. She had never been to a, a, okay. an NFL game before. So, And then I set it up where I picked her up Wednesday night in Chicago. We drove to Indianapolis that night. And it was late. And uh, I've got a lot of friends in Indy. We stayed with one of my friends. And so it wasn't as bad of a drive from Indianapolis to Atlanta. Yeah. And then we broke it up a little bit the next day. Not bad. Not bad at all. That's a cool stadium uh, in Atlanta. I've been in there. Oh, yeah. Watch the Sooners get smoked in there. But it's it's weird to me. Uh, whenever I went, I, whenever I went to, <laughs> is it still Mercedes-Benz Stadium? Is that started? Do they have a new sponsor yeah. on? Okay. When I went there, it was weird to me because I kept asking a couple of people, say, "Hey, where where is the Georgia Dome? What what do they do with it?" And then, like, lo and behold, it's the parking lot. It's like right next to it because they imploded the thing when they built the new stadium. But yeah, there's a lot. There is a lot of new in Atlanta. Uh, and let's see, Turner Field still is around, right? But I think it's like the Georgia State Football Stadium now. So there's a lot of new, but there's still a the tip of the cap to the uh, to the old. Ah, look at you. Maybe you should have been uh, trying to see if. Well, I guess the Bears were playing in Detroit, so you couldn't like slide in that yeah. Thanksgiving Day game, right? It, yeah, it just didn't quite work out for that. Um, gotcha. Yeah, like the the Ravens were playing the Bears, and I'm like, you know, she doesn't like the cold. That's the thing, and I'm like, that's probably a bad that's place to go to be outside for the whole game. And, <laughs> I wanted to I was thinking about maybe the Cowboys Chiefs game if it got flexed to Sunday night because oh, okay. I do a Sunday morning show for Fox Sports Radio right. and there's not enough time to drive to KC unless that's a night game. It didn't get flexed. So the Falcons that was the best play, man. Good on you. Well, congratulations. That's a good time. Well, listen, uh, I don't know why I decided to go away from Nick Saban here and talk about your personal life, but um, <laughs> here like we are. It. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> well, I mean, when they when you said you were in Chicago, I, I assume because you are a world traveler, and I, I notice on the I noticed on either the Facebook or, or the the Instagram. I don't know why you despise Twitter so much and don't use it, but I noticed you even ended up in <laughs> Delaware at one point, and you're like hanging out with Arnie yeah. up in Vermont. I'm like, what the? Yeah. Why? Why? Um, and you're at yeah. you went with your what, what you went with your mom to a game not too long ago. Look at you, man. I'm jealous. Yeah, that's right. We went to a Browns game. So I only have a few more NFL stadiums to scratch off the list, Plankster. I've, I I want to go to see every NFL stadium, and I'm down to about I I would say five or six somewhere around there. And I had never been to Cleveland before. As close as Cleveland is to South Bend, I had never been there before. So, yeah, my mom and I went out to the 
the Broncos-Browns game, and our streak is still alive. For some reason, we just see backup quarterbacks in person. <laughs> like, we went to Lambeau years ago, and it was when Aaron Rodgers broke his collarbone. So it turned out to be Josh McCown, who was already filling in for an injured Jay Cutler against Seneca Wallace. That's what we watched. Gross. And then, of course, it was Case Keenum in for an injured Baker Mayfield, and some would argue Teddy Bridgewater is a backup anyway. So our streak is still alive, Plank. Like, crazy stuff going on when we see games in person. Congratulations. That's awesome. I'm, I'm envious. That's good stuff. Brian No, world traveler, taken in every NFL stadium. Well, every NFL stadium that hosted a game today did not go well for the home team. So, I, one, one final follow-up on this because I'm fascinated. So, no turkey mm-hmm. on Thanksgiving Day for Brian No, or did you, did you get plenty of that? Yeah, no turkey, man. That was the drawback, you know. Uh, we went to a pancake place earlier today. It was tremendous in <laughs> Chicago. Awesome. And uh, But silver lining, my sister made a, a great Thanksgiving-like dinner on Monday. Okay. We went over to my sister's house, so my mom was there, and we had turkey on Monday. So I guess you could say that tidied us over to Thursday's non-turkey on Thanksgiving. Yeah. That's how Fair the enough. week worked out. Um, ah, well, kudos to you, man. Congrats. Brian, no live from Chicago, <laughs> having pancakes for breakfast and no turkey, but traveling all across the world, seeing every football stadium he can. Now, now that this game is a final, is there anything more? I mean, we still have two hours and 26 minutes worth of radio to bring you tonight. Is there anything more we could pull out of the Bills Saints game that just went final outside of New Orleans needs to get healthy quick? They need to find a quarterback quick. And I still don't know why they paid Taysom Hill all that money if he's not going to be their quarterback. You know what? I, I would pull out of this game is a little bit more big picture is um, you look at the Saints and you remember how many people were ready to get rid of Drew Brees? And, and to yes, me, I think of, of teams like <laughs> the Packers. How many Packer fans are like, just get rid of Rodgers, just move on. And I've heard that with Seahawks fans with Russell Wilson. Not all of them for either of those respective fan bases, but far too many. And it's one of these things with the Saints, with Jameis Winston, now Trevor Simeon, who knows with Taysom Hill, like you've got to be very, very cautious about the Packers saying, ah, just move on. Just move to Jordan Love. Aaron Rodgers is too much of a diva. He's too much of a headache. Just you could be chasing a franchise quarterback for the next two or three decades. So it just drives me crazy when I hear fans just lining up. And there are many of them, Plank. You know them. You hear them. They probably tweet you "Ah, and get rid of them. I work Crazy. with them every Sunday night. Do you, have you listened to Arnie? What well, quarterback has one bad game and it's like, oh, he's got to go. Wow, like, uh, that's that's you're wow. talking about Dak Prescott. <laughs> yeah, it's like wow. I I I I just don't wow. see why you would ever pay him any money. I'm like Arnie, he's he's he went to a Super Bowl and won it. I don't care. He needs to go. So I deal with that, Brian. No, on a Sunday nightly basis. So I deal with the knee jerkiness of it and the instant reaction because. I'm with you. It's, you know, we could go. How many team, how many fan bases do you think are universally approving of their quarterback, right? I mean, even when things went south right. for Kansas City, I think, okay, Kansas City is. I mean, I know Josh Allen had kind of a rough stretch, but Josh Allen, you know, even, even I'm uh, Dak Prescott hate is all over my timeline. You know, Joe Burrow, it's more often than not, it's the guy that he's going to take all the criticism. He's going to get all the, the praise too, and it goes well. But I just, I mean, look at the quarterbacks in this year's draft, right? Look, Justin Fields mm-hmm. hasn't done anything outside of beat the Raiders. Uh, Zach Wilson can't stay on the field, and he threw like 86 picks against the Patriots. Trevor Lawrence, whom we all christened, is just it's not working out that well. A, a, a third-round gym like Russell Wilson, they're few and far between. I'm just – this whole idea of, gosh, we got to get rid of – um, Dak, or we got to get rid of Derek Carr, or we got to get rid of this guy, or Drew Brees needs to retire so we can get this young guy mm-hmm. and, and run the – Brian, you're 100% right. It's it's okay to work on other aspects of your team than outside of just saying, yeah, I need to change my quarterback. Now, quarterbacks are going to get paid, right? You want to get them on their rookie deal, and you want to be able to spend it other places. 
But that's just unicorn, man. That doesn't happen very often. Yeah, and I think, look, it's human nature to think about how things could be better. So if you take your team and your quarterback position, I I understand that you could look at Aaron Rodgers and say, hey, how could things be better? Right? If we had a quarterback who was still elite and awesome and not as high maintenance as Rodgers, that would be better. Okay, fine. But that's not the only way to look at it. You need to look at how things could be worse and how worse (laughs) they might be. Like, take it from a Dolphins fan. My goodness, they have not had a franchise quarterback since Marino in the 90s, man. So it just drives me crazy when I hear all these Packer fans. Ah, just like they're changing underwear. Ah, just get rid of Rodgers. Just, yeah, it's too much, you know. Really, dude? It just, it's insane, but you hear that all the time. And the Saints stinking it up again, it just made me think of all the people saying, get rid of Breeze. And we knew he was at the end plank, right? He can't play until he's 50 or anything. Like, it was time for him to retire. But look at where the Saints are right now. They would be so much better with Breeze playing one more year than what they've had this season. Absolutely, 100%. Quit speaking so much truth because on these shows, we're supposed to fight and spit and yell at each other. That's right. <laughs> but there is there is honestly nothing more underappreciated than than good quarterback play. I really because everyone wants what's next. Everyone wants Mahomes. They want what's shiny and new. And the reality is, I mean, I, I know that for ninety nine point nine percent of people that are listening, they get this. Brian, good quarterback play just doesn't grow on trees. It's just there's there's going to be good guys that come out of the draft and it happens. Um, there might be a dude yeah. that gets an opportunity after a couple of years, but you know, Rich Gannon's 10 years in the league before he won an MVP. Those are the anomalies. Those aren't the normal, you know, uh, 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 again, I mentioned Russell Wilson and late round draft steal and, and Tom Brady, who didn't even play his rookie year. Brian, those are the anomalies. You got to embrace what you have. It's not always grass isn't always greener. I mean, I know that sounds corny and right. cheesy and overused, but I hope I hope Saints fans have a deep appreciation for what nine meant to them, what Drew Brees meant to them now that they've seen what it's like without him. Yeah, and we're talking about elite quarterback play. Sure. Right? I think it's yeah. insane to be like, yeah, he's a little bit high maintenance, get rid of him. If you talk about Baker Mayfield, right? That he's not an elite, elite yeah. quarterback. Nope. So if you talk about the Browns saying, hey, I don't want the Browns to back up the Brinks truck for Baker Mayfield. Okay, fine. That's a reasonable argument. But we're talking about Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, still top five guys. Like, okay, they're hard. Uh, they're high maintenance. Sometimes they, they make you shake your head, but that, that's not a good enough reason to want your franchise to get rid of them. It's insane to me. Yeah. All right, so I've, I've got to play this for you. I've got to find a way. I'm going to work with Iowa Sam during the break to try to get it in a digestible nugget. But the rants. Yeah. On Wednesday night, actually, yeah, on Wednesday night from Nick Saban is fantastic. And we're going to play it for you next. He's Brian No, I'm Chris Plank. We're sitting in for Jason and Mike here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least. 
as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So Jason Smith Show, Mike Harmon here on Fox Sports Radio. Jason and Mike taking Thanksgiving off. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving day with family, friends, new girlfriends, whatever it might be. I'm going to hang out with Brian No tonight. I'm Chris Plank on Fox Sports Radio. Rich Ornberg and I will uh, be with you on Friday. And then Jason, or excuse me, Brian working the overnight uh, Friday night into Saturday. Actually, that's all Saturday morning, essentially for East Coasters and Central Time Zone freaks like myself. Uh, and then we have our regular weekend gigs as well. Uh, every Saturday, what time's your, your show on Saturday? No, your normal weekly show. You sound like you you don't rearrange your weekend to listen to the show each and every Saturday. Blake. <sighs> Am I reading you right? Yes, you're absolutely right, and I apologize. <laughs> it is. Uh, let me think here. It would be seven to ten p.m. Eastern time. Eastern. Beautiful. And then yeah. early morning. With Andy Furman on Sunday yeah. mornings. Okay. Yeah. So it's Early of, morning. It's a lot of having someone yell at you on a Sunday morning. It's like my Sunday nights. I don't know how you handle it very often, but uh, Furman and By the way, Plank, no on Sunday mornings. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's right. 6 to 9 a.m., bright and early, getting after it, uh, getting you all set for, you know, week 12 slate of ball here. But uh, don't let me uh, sidetrack you here, but I, I went 3-0 and in my confidence pool here today. You know, ran the table of Thanksgiving Day games. Very excited about that. Smells like ball. Wow. 
That's pretty impressive considering how these games went. You had the Raiders covering against the Cowboys? I did. Seven and a half. I don't know what it was at kickoff, but for this pool, the lines are a little bit different. So seven and a half, I'm like, no Amari Cooper, no C.D. Lamb. Yeah, I'll take Derek Carr and the Raiders today. His name was Brian, though. And then the other part of that would be it was a fairly, what what was it, two and a half for the Bears? So it wasn't like a massive number or anything like that, right? Yeah, no, for the pool, it was three and a half. I don't know what it was Uh at kickoff, three, two and a half, somewhere around there, but... I'm like, the Bears stink too. You know, the Lions can keep this within a field goal. Huh? Yeah, it, it, barely. Thank God for that hook. Let's go. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and then tonight. I, I guess I guess there was one thing. Speaking, I'm not trying to dog on the late game tonight. It ended up being a blowout. And obviously the Bills ran away with it 31-6 to over the Saints. Bills now 7-4. and four. They continue this. Win, loss, win, loss, win, roller coaster they've been on the last few (laughs) weeks. The Saints uh, are struggling. I guess I didn't realize, Brian, how much Bill's Mafia had traveled to New Orleans this weekend. I I, I guess that just completely escaped my mind, and now I'm seeing all the the post-game videos and all those crazy table-breaking maniacs whom I love wearing Zuba pants, losing their minds. In, I had no idea. But, I, and again, it you give a number. It, they win by, what, four scores tonight, essentially. So, yeah, kudos. 3-0 and is a reason to flex your muscle right there. Now, is this also something for Sunday, or do you shift your confidence to Saturday, Friday and Saturday's college football slate? Well, it's just an NFL confidence pool, and uh, it does take years off your life, Plank, because not only do you question each pick you make against the spread, then you question the amount of points that you put on the game, right? So you have to – it's confidence, right? So there are 15 games in week 12. So 15 is the most amount of points you could put on a game. That's, by the way, what I put on the Bills tonight, and it paid off handsomely. Very nice. I went all in with Buffalo. You knew about Bills Mafia. Yes. Yes, I felt them against the undermanned Saints, but uh, all the way down to one point. So you could be winning your one-point game, and you're like, why did I only put one point on this? And then you could be losing your 14-point game, like, why would I put 14? So it just basically (laughs) takes a good five to seven years off your life. I hate those. And, you know, what's even worse are the survivor pulls, especially whenever you get down to where there's like six weeks left and you feel like you're doing real well. It's like, I got a good read on this. And you're like, there is no way the Titans are going to lose to the Jets. And then the Titans yeah. lose to the Jets. Or there's no way yeah. that the Titans are going to lose to the Texans. And then the Titans lose to the Texans or the Bills lose to the Jaguars. I Survivor picks and confidence pull picks are the absolute uh, gray hair inducers in my world. I steer clear. I re- I'm not even kidding right now. I can't. I get too nervous, man. I want to win. I'm competitive. I'll get. We're in a, I, we're in a, I'm the same uh, way. On my lo- in my local station, on my local shows, um, the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland, put together where everyone would pick a, a, a lock every week. And an outright upset. And your outright upset had to be five or more more points. And, Brian, I started out on fire. Then all of a sudden they're like, hey, we're going to add where you can win this and you can win that. And as soon as that happened, the bottom fell out. Because when it's pure competition, I'm in. I'm in. But whenever it's like winning something, I'm like, oh, gosh, now i got to try it a little harder. And I overthought everything. <laughs> so, yeah, just competition, baby. All right, I've run out of time to play Nick Saban here. But at least assure me that you've heard it. And we can find a slot for it at some point tonight. Because Oh, we will. It, okay. Yeah. It, it's up to 2.7 million views, and it's fantastic. And I think, I don't know, uh, no, that since you've heard it, and if you haven't heard it, we'll get to it later in the show. Tell me that you think that this is Nick Saban setting up Alabama fans for the tie to get beat by Georgia. Tell me you have that same feel with how he laid this all out. I don't go as uh, sinister as you do on this one. I just think... I, I think he's being genuine. I think Nick Saban is, uh, he's tired of the wine and cheese and the expectations. And it's like, hey, we're winning games. We're battling. Shut up already, right? I think it was one of those moments that he had. And we can get into the nuts and bolts of it. But no, I thought it was more genuine than any sort of, uh, hey, I'm going to get in front of the story against he's Georgia. Not, at I the didn't core get of this, sense. he's not wrong. At the core of this, he's 100% right. Right? Any more... 
I mean, Oklahoma is 10-1 and one right now, and I've never heard more grinching and moaning from their fan base than I've had this year. There's moments where you stop, you're like, they're 10-1. and one. Like, Yeah, well, they haven't won by enough points, and they're going to get smoked on Saturday night. You're like, well, the 10-1, and one, it's, it's hard to win 10 games in college football. At the core, he's 100% right. We'll dive into it next. Plus, much more on the full slate of NFL games. Two down, two to go. With Brian No, I'm Chris Plank of Fox Sports Radio. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.